You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Alright everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. A safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Rome, Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, guys? How's it going? We're getting to Halloween season, spooky season. Mm-hmm. Doing some house decorating. But None. mostly I've just been eating a lot of candy and that's not good. Well, we that's my so life. Much candy. The story of my life. I, we didn't get trick-or-treaters last year. I'm hoping we get trick-or-treaters this year because I don't want to be left with all this candy in my house. It's not safe for me. <laughs> I'm going to lose a foot. That's how you end up with diabetes. <laughs> Damn you, Costco, with your fucking like 150-piece candy bags for like 10 bucks, so I end up buying a couple <laughs> of those things. But So, uh, not, not to... Hopefully, you guys got your waivers in. Hopefully, you picked up... Uh, Couple guys out there. Cincinnati defense. That's the big one because mm-hmm. Mike White is the quarterback. Yes, he's going to tear it up. Um. So you know, for tonight's show, we got your news and noise from around the league. We got your Thursday night preview plus the NFC matchups for Week Ocho. ESPN eight, the Ocho. Where it's, if it's almost a sport, it's on ESPN eight. So I guess we'll go right into the news. I'll start off with the one that just broke right before we started the show. Cardinals defensive end, J.J. Watt, is it going to undergo, which is now likely season-ending shoulder surgery. So, bad news for the Cardinals. However, they're getting Chandler Jones back. So, it's kind of like, yeah, you lost one, but you gained one. So, although when you lose J.J. Watt, that's not fun. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy is good to go and will return this Sunday against the Washington football team. So, that'll be curious to see it because Cortland Sutton's been fantastic for fantasy without Jerry Judy. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens. Because Jerry Judy, wasn't he doing pretty good before he got hurt? I think he was. I think he only played like one game, but yeah, he was doing good. Fair enough. Dolphins signed veteran running back Duke Johnson to the practice squad. Not really big news, but some news for Dolphins. Um, Deshaun Watson has agreed to waive his no trade clause for the Miami Dolphins. However, trade has still not happened. Coaches are still saying that Tua Tagovailoa is still their quarterback, but weird. Uh, Alan Lazard has tested positive for COVID herpes, so he is out Thursday night because he is unvaccinated. Devontae Adams is more than likely not going to play. I read a report that he did not travel with the team, so that is not fun. The Washington football team worked out running backs, carry on Johnson and Deonta Foreman, probably just trying to help build up that practice squad as we get closer to, I don't know, playoff season. But I don't think Washington's going to make the playoffs this year. Not really probably big not. news, but it's just funny to me. Chargers cut Tristan Vizcaino, the kicker and signed kicker, Dustin Hopkins, because they cannot have a kicker. That seems to actually make kicks. That's, I don't understand how, like, why is this so hard for them? Didn't they have, like, they had the coup, and then yeah. he was shitty for you guys, and then got amazing in Atlanta. Yeah, it's weird. He The last good kicker they had was Nate Kading, like, 15 years ago. 
Then they had Josh Lambeau, who was good for like a year or two. Started being a piece of shit. They cut him. Then he's been a great kicker for the Jaguars. Fucking weird. Yeah. It's cursed. <laughs> Seriously. Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony, and Kenny Galladay, all iffy for the Monday night football game, so make sure you monitor that. God, what? Jesus Christ. What is going on over there? They're just abusing their players? Joe Judge, man. Makes him run sprints and shit all the time. <laughs> no one wants to play for Joe Judge. Yeah. Uh, doesn't sound promising for your boy, Antonio Brown, uh, Mr. Rome. Mm-hmm. He was seen at practice leaning on a crutch. So He just picked that up somewhere. He's not hurt. <laughs> I don't believe it. He's he just fine. found it was fucking wrong. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, keep an eye on this. He's going to be a game-time decision Thursday night with a hamstring injury. But the coach expects him to play because it is a very big, important game for them. Although, man, they, they might not need DeAndre Hopkins with all the you know non-players. Although, if anybody can survive a game without an offense, it's Aaron Rodgers. So. Rob Gronkowski, good news. He is going to play this Sunday against the Saints. Gronk has missed the last four games due to the rib and lung injury. So I guess that's good news. No, it's not. It's not good news. <laughs> Why didn't he get re-hurt, re-injured? No, because he's playing the Saints. Oh, that's right, you're a Saints fan. Yeah. Matt Matt Nagy said David Montgomery is not coming off the IR today. So if you still have Khalil Herbert, good news for you. Roll with Khalil Herbert for another week. Although he looked great. So well, he did. David Montgomery, I'm not gonna say he's in trouble, but definitely could be a timeshare. Yeah, it could be. We'll see. It's Matt Nagy, though, so enough said, I think. Just keep pumping Montgomery the Rock. It was working. (laughs) Panthers coach Matt Rule said Sam Darnold took all the number one reps today in practice. So good news. Sam Darnold's still the guy. Boo. Play better. (laughs) Piece of shit. (laughs) Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. Everybody got excited for three games, and then he went back to being Sam Darnold. Yeah. That's all I got for news. I don't know. Maybe. Did you touch on the Ingram trade? Oh, yeah. Mark Ingram. Got traded back to the Saints. There you go, Fish. Got your boy back. Yeah. I think they'll actually use him, you know, to take some of the workload off Kamara. They're probably going to go right back into how they did things. We'll see what he's got left, but they'll they'll at least give it a shot, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes, it kind of opens up a little bit for the, uh, not if, I don't think anybody's really fucking got him. Philip Lindsay or David Johnson. Not that game script ever helps them out because they're down by a million points most of the time, at least until Tyrod's back. But it just makes it not a three-headed monster, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But, you know, hey, not too bad. I, I mean, it, it always helps adding a nice veteran running back, especially because I guess that means they're probably not too sold on Ty Montgomery. And I think that was their only other running back, right, Ty Montgomery? Yeah, because Tony Jones got hurt. Yeah. But we'll see when Tony Jones is back what happens there. Yeah, but I don't know. I still think it's interesting. It's funny. He was the only good player in uh, in Houston. <laughs> They're like, get the fuck out of here. Did you see Brandon uh, Brandon Cooks tweeted out, this is bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> he should have. Good on him. It is bullshit. At least he you know what? If anything, he, like Houston, you're clearly in a rebuild. Just trade away everybody then. Let Brandon Cooks go play for a good team. Like, like if Brandon Cooks gets traded to Green Bay. Package his ass with Des- Deshaun Watson. Send him on their way. Yeah. 
Although we were talking about a pre-show, if Deshaun Watson can go play for the Washington football team, that'd be good. Send yeah. Brandon Cooks there too. Wave is no trade clause for it though. He, see, that's what I understand. The guy's requesting a trade, refusing to play, and he's like, "I'm only going to play in Miami." Like, do you do you just not want to play football until you're in jail, or what's the deal? <laughs> well, and I guess like, why Miami? They're not even fucking good. Like, they're one and six. <laughs> He got distracted the by all the Brazilian butts. I was going to say, think about what's going on with Deshaun Watson, and then think about <laughs> the type of people that are in Miami. <laughs> Sending him to Miami young. is not exactly, <laughs> it's not good for anybody. No, keep him away from there, for fuck's sake. Beware like, all the, the cocaine you know and hookers. I'm good. There, You know, that just seals the deal for me. He's, I know we're allegedly saying he did this, but this might, this pushes, this takes the cake, just, I think. If you're a massage therapist in Miami, be Brazilian careful. Bitches. You're gonna be pegging to Sean yeah, Watson. Look out! Soon. Keep your head on a fucking swivel. Mm. <laughs> Getting in them cheeks. <laughs> God damn it! All right, I guess uh, since we kind of talked about it a little bit, let's go ahead and take a look at your Thursday night game. Six and one Green Bay heading over to the desert, taking on the seven and zero Cardinals. Vegas has the over under at fifty and a half. Arizona favorite at minus six and a half. You know, I'm actually kind of worried about Aaron Rodgers this week, not just in the sense that um, he has no wide receivers, but more in the fact that Arizona's defense has been outstanding this year. They're not giving up anything to anybody. I mean, Director Ross with his beautiful color-coordinated map, 31st against the quarterback, 30th against the running back, 22nd against wide receivers, 31st against the tight end. Rome, you're my Aaron Rodgers homer. What do you think? I think it's bad. I think this is all bad. I think that if anybody can make do without all these guys, it's it's Rod- Rogers can do it. I really hope we don't have another uh, Week One Saints game, but oh, I just my. I can't see that being the case because the reality is is they're playing a team that's going to fucking score. They're playing a team that yeah their defense is good, but I just feel like. Rodgers is going to find a way to do it. He did with Aaron Jones before. He'll turn Aaron Jones into a goddamn wide receiver. That's what he's done. Aaron Jones caught like four touchdowns week two or week three or some shit like that. Very easily could happen again. I could see Aaron Rodgers having a a decent productive day. I'm not sure about the – I might take the under on points. I think I agree with you. It's not going to be as sexy of a game as everybody thinks. No. Losing all those wide receivers sucks. Especially, I was exci- I was very yeah. excited for this game until all the COVID herpes came out. Because uh, yeah. yeah, it was supposed to be like you know one of the best matchups so far this season. Yeah, but it's it's it legit. Still could like, be, but yeah, but <coughs> excuse me, Arizona wins this game, but it's gonna be like twenty four to ten. You know, like it's gonna it's not gonna be like this big sexy game that everyone wanted. Yeah, yeah, I could see that too. You know, and then like Aaron Jones. I'm ex- I, you know I love Aaron Jones. I, I he's one of the best running backs in all of football. But I'm kind of worried about this matchup too, just because now you know full and half PPR he's going to be doing fine because he has the pass catching work. But last week against a really bad Washington team, only six for nineteen, did get five catches for twenty yards to kind of salvage the game. But that's not a good game that you want from Aaron Jones. You want that against Detroit, six for forty eight and three touchdowns. That's what you're hoping for. But Arizona is not giving up anything with the running back. They're they're the second hardest matchup for all of running backs. So I mean I would lower my expectations for everybody. I mean if you okay, so if you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, do you pivot, 
try to pick up Kirk Cousins against Dallas? Or, or do you just – I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. Do you just keep rolling them out? You just got to keep rolling them. I think it depends upon your record. If you, like, really need to win, then maybe you pivot to, like, a, a little safer matchup. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers without a team is just as safe as some of these lesser quarterbacks with their team. So it's kind of it's kind of a hard choice, but but if you don't need to win, if you're like if you know if you're like the first, second, third place, like leave Aaron Rodgers in there, and if you lose, you lose. It's not the biggest deal. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like I said, you start Aaron Rodgers, start Aaron Jones. I would just I'd lower your expectations, but you know, Robert Tunyon last week got more involved. Five catch or I'm sorry, five targets, four for sixty three with a touchdown. You know, finally had a, a decent fantasy game since. His last good game was against Detroit, where he had a touchdown. Not not a very good stat line for him on the year, but had a good had a good game last week. Having no wide receivers, do you take the risk? Do you do you go ahead and start Robert Tunyon this week? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to either. I mean, they're probably going to lean on him a little more, but with all the receivers out, like they can move the coverage around to account for that. Same know, with the man. receivers, right? Like, who's going to be? And then also, if it starts to be somebody that could easily, you know, rotate the coverage, do double coverage, and it just removes it pretty much right away. Here's what I think. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to make a call here. It's a gut, weird gut feeling I got. Mercedes Lewis is going to score more than Tanyan. It could happen. That <laughs> could. All I'm saying is, don't be heartbroken if Aaron Rodgers only scores 11 fantasy points for you tomorrow night. You watch your goddamn mouth. I'm just, but you might be right. I mean, if he throws for yeah. 157 yards and no touchdowns, I mean, it's just. Yeah, but if he throws for four, don't be surprised either because it's Aaron Rodgers. So. It's Aaron Rodgers. Other side of the ball. Throws for four, runs for one. There you go. Again, Green Bay's defense been pretty decent. 28th against the quarterback. 20th against the running backs, 28th against uh, wide receivers, 22nd against tight ends. So, I mean, tough matchup. Kyler Murray has been more or less matchup proof, you know, just being the cheat code where he can run and pass. I mean, if you look at his output, he's only had a, one bad game and one ugh, game, but every other game he's been great. Although, fun fact that I actually just saw today, the only fantasy quarterback in all of them, to score 20 points in every game was Jalen Hurts. Every other quarterback's Ugh. had bad games. Sub-20 point games. But anyways, should have made that a trivia question for you guys. Ah, well, fucking fuck gross. it. <laughs> so Kyler Murray. I never would have gotten that. <laughs> starting him. Chase Edmonds, James Conner. Do you guys have confidence in either of those running backs? I play either no, of them. I wouldn't say confidence. I play either. Here's the thing. Chase Edmonds is averaging six yards a carry right now. If they keep him at the area that he was at last week and keep him around 15 carries, he's going to be pretty good. He gets some receptions too usually. And then James Conner's going to score touchdowns. So I think, you know, a low-end RB2 flex play running backs. I'm fine with that. Well, I mean, yeah, if you, I agree with that. Like I said, I wouldn't exude confidence, but yeah. But, I mean, if you can beat Green Bay anywhere, it looks like they give up the most points in terms of their defense to the running back. So it could be a decent game for either of those guys. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a game-time decision. I'm kind of worried about that, but I'm just, I'm assuming he plays. I mean, he 
over the last two, three years, he's questionable almost every game. Well, they need they need to bring back the probable right. designation. Right. Well, it's Thursday night game, too, so you have plenty of pivot options, so it's not the biggest deal. Yeah. So just, you know... Oh, you know what? We'll say that off, but we should always tell people. Don't put these guys in your flex. Play them in their actual position, because this way, if you do have to move them, you can. Or if they play, you know, that's not here nor there. But, you know, if you have Hopkins in your lineup, obviously, if he's not going to play, throw him out, play someone else. But I do like Christian Kirk this week. He's been, you know, in that wide receiver 2-3 range. He's been getting involved. You know, got a touchdown again last week. So, you know, two weeks in a row with a touchdown. NBA jam rules, he's heating up. Could be another decent game for him. A.J. Green getting involved too. So, you know, that wide receiver. I like Kirk a little bit more. And I like Ertz. First game right off the bat, you know, scored a touchdown. That was, that was yeah, I like nice. Ertz. I like Ertz a lot, actually. I, th- I think that he's going to skyrocket from the trade because they ain't got any other tight ends. They're a good offense. I mean, I think he could be a weekly start. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, start your Cardinals. Moving on. Three and four Panthers taking on the three and three Falcons. Atlanta favored at minus three. Vegas has the over under at 46. Decent matchup all the way around for the uh, Carolina side. I'm worried about Sam Darnold. I mean, it's just complete meltdown against the Giants. I mean, he's he's been good. Not good. He's been decent for fantasy. And that quarterback one-two turn, kind of, you know. But just terrible, terrible last week. If you had to play him, would you guys be willing to start him this week? No. Yeah, I would look elsewhere. He's starting to look, after after the first three week, weeks of the season, he's starting to just look like good old Sam Darnold again. You know, we play in a super flex league. You guys want Sam Darnold off me? Hmm? Anybody? <laughs> no, thank you. Look, I mean, super flakes, he's playable, but he gross. Yeah. Uh, Chubba Hubba, I think, you know, you're playing him. Good matchup. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he has that backfield. That's his job until McCraffy comes back. I mean, he, had, you know, got shut down against the Giants, but that's more just because Darnold was just bad. So I, I don't really fault him on that. So you're playing Chubba. DJ Moore, still sticking with him. Robbie Anderson. Do you drop Robbie Anderson at the, like, did we talk about this before? Yeah. I think last week we talked about it and I said, if he doesn't do good this week, then drop him. And the whole team did bad. And I stand by that. I would, I don't want him. No part of him. And no one else probably does either. So if you could trade him, great, but good luck. Yeah. He's gotten to the point of trades aren't an option. There's a couple other fuckers that are out there that are like that. But I'm at the point with Robbie Anderson. Like, if you offered me him in a trade, I would just reject the trade just for seeing his name on there. Like, how dare you? How (laughs) dare you disrespect me like that? But you're not playing him. But, you know, Chubba Hubba, DJ Moore, you're good with that. Other side of the ball, Matt Ryan's been really, you know, coming back to life. You know, early on in the season, a little worried about him because it wasn't looking too good. But last two weeks, I'm sorry, three weeks, you know, they had the bye week there. He's been a good quarterback, thrown for 300 yards, over 300 yards in two of them, almost 301 of them, but it still had four touchdowns. I'm liking what Matt Ryan's doing. Carolina's defense was seemingly unstoppable, but a offenseless 
Daniel Jones Giants team was able to defeat them. So I, I like Matt Ryan this week. I think you can definitely play yeah. him. Matt Ryan's a good streaming option. The the question I'm 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 curious about Mike Davis. So Mike Davis, he's technically the starting running back, but we all know it's Cordero Patterson. But I mean, last week his production has just been bad. And last week, four carries for 10 yards, and that's it. He saw 60% of the snap share, but he was not involved at all. I actually think you have to bench Mike Davis this week. I don't think you can play him. The only the only reason I hesitate a little bit, I mean, this is technically a revenge game for him to go into true. Carolina and kind of be like, all right, fuckers, you didn't want to, you didn't want to pick me back up? I'll show you what the hell's up. All that means, I don't even really want to say that because I still think Patterson's the man. He's he's just has so much opportunity for work. But I can see David. I can see David's getting in the end zone. I think he's got to get in the end zone. Is the problem with him, right? Yeah, he's he's not really producing enough outside of that. So I would probably bench him, and if he goes big, then good for him. Like me personally, on the Atlanta side. I think you play. I think you can play Matt Ryan. You play Patterson. You play Ridley, and Pitts. That's it. I'm not really interested in anybody else on that offense. I mean, Gage. If you're super desperate, maybe. But realistically, you know, Kyle Pitts has been outstanding the last couple of weeks. I mean, it's took him a couple right. weeks to come along, but man, he's been. Yeah, and I don't think this is the week for Gage. Like, there's not a lot of people on by, so you shouldn't really be that desperate. So, it's not the greatest matchup. I like Gage as, like, a low-end flex play, but not this week, really. Yeah, it's. I mean, Carolina's defense, I mean, they have been a shutdown defense for a couple weeks here. So, I would just, you know. But like I said, I, you, you play Patterson, you can play Ryan, you're playing Pitts on Ridley. That, that's yep. it. Yep. Um, Hashtag analysis. Moving on. <laughs> Two and four 49ers. Taking on three and four Bears. Vegas has the over under 39 and a half. San Francisco favorite at minus four. Why does Vegas hate your 49ers so much, Rome? Well, because they suck. <laughs> I was just going to say that because they're not good. Your Super Bowl champion, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, that's correct. And yeah, they blow, they blow hard cocks. <laughs> Accurate. Jimmy G... No, you're not playing Jimmy G. I think you play Elijah Mitchell. You're playing Debo. That's it. <laughs> and that's it. Mm-hmm. Because Brandon Ayuk is a pile of dog shit. Just a steaming pile of dog shit. Trey Sermon? Don't even get me started on this guy. <laughs> I don't understand how... I guess I don't understand why the fuck they don't use him. Because it's like when he was the guy, he did okay. When Mitchell went down, I mean, Sermon is serviceable. And just to not touch the rock yeah they could definitely be using him if they wanted to they just <laughs> don't a want hard to time with that if if you needed the bench spot or a player you can probably drop trey sermon if you haven't already i did in, one of, in our home league and nobody even picked him up Mm-mm. so it's a good yeah. example there <laughs> there you go in our in our home league if everybody could they'd roster nine running backs Accurate. <laughs> and he's still not rostered. So there you go. And he's still yeah. not rostered. Accurate. Yeah. Um, other side of the ball, you're not playing Justin Fields. 
He is the 33rd quarterback this year. Gross. There are 32 teams in the NFL, so you do the math. So gross. You, you, is the only thing you can play in Chicago Khalil Herbert? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> we might be able to get away with Mooney. Uh, I was like, don't say Allen Robinson because that's not the answer. I just put Allen Robinson on my bubble of like possible cut players. I think I ranked Allen Robinson this week in the 60s. Yeah, that's where he belongs. <laughs> Finally like went all the way <laughs> rock bottom with him. I was like, forget it. Uh, although, you know what? San Francisco is allowing the seventh most points to the wide receiver position. So, I mean, we've been shitting on Allen Robinson all this time. And watch, this is the week where he goes for, you know, 79 yards and a touchdown or two. <laughs> I put him at 48, and... Uh, and you felt dirty doing it, didn't know. you? I did. Like, I, I, you guys know, I'm a fucking... I'm a Robinson guy. I can't quite understand what's happening there either. It doesn't make sense. Like, he... Well, I don't know. Fuck you, Matt Nagy. It's insane. Fuck you, Fields. Two years ago, Allen Robinson ended the year as the wide receiver seven, and then last year was the wide receiver nine. And this year, he's the wide receiver 59 on the year. So man. Gross. Yeah, I bet you he's wishing they had Mitchell Trubisky back there right now. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. But yeah, I mean, I think you're only playing Khalil Herbert. He's been good. Yeah. I don't know. Don't roster anybody in Chicago. It's just it's bad. <laughs> Chicago's bad. Moving on, two and five Eagles taking on the 0 and seven Detroit Lions. Vegas has the over under forty eight. Eagles favorite at minus three and a half. You know, Jalen Hurts, because I was saying, this one I should have said the, the trivia question, but he has had at least 20 points every game this year. That streak will continue. However, there are rumors that he might lose his job to Gardner Minshew because although great for fantasy, he's a bad real life quarterback. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is the number two quarterback in some leagues right now. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. It's absolutely crazy. He's terrible. I mean, it's tough because fantasy, for fantasy purposes, certainly he's he can do it. He runs around. But they're talking about that because in real life, he's the quarterback of a 2-5 and five football team. Right. Yeah. That's so far behind Dallas, it's not even funny. So, I mean, I can see them pivoting. And, yeah, it'll probably hurt a lot of fantasy people because Jalen Hurts is – He's kind of, he might be carrying them. Yep. Which is so crazy to say. But hey, good on him. Good on him. <laughs> but I mean, you still play Jalen Hurts this week. Detroit allowing the ninth most points to the quarterbacks. You can play Kenneth Gainwell. Miles Sanders still out with that injury. Maybe Boston Scott if you're absolutely desperate, but I don't recommend that. I mean, I haven't, you're not. Don't, don't actually, don't get, you're playing Kenneth Gainwell. That's fine. Devonta Smith, you can play him. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard is going to have a good game this week, I think. Especially now, no more Zach Ertz. Um, just last week, you know, his first week back after having COVID herpes. I mean, five targets, only had three catches, but he took 70 yards. So, I mean, that that's good production for your tight end. You take that, take that to the bank. Um, other side of the ball for Detroit. You play DeAndre Swift. I think you can't really play Jamal Williams anymore. So we talked about it a little bit last week, but just 
because earlier in the year, Jamal Williams, he was good for fantasy. I mean, he wasn't getting the touchdowns and or the catching the the passing work, but he was getting all the rushing work basically. It was DeAndre Swift was the catching guy. You know, he was good for seven catches and fifty plus yards, but uh, Jamal Williams was getting you know fifteen carries for seventy yards. And you're like, cool. You know, I got a decent yep. RB two. I got him cheap. Got him late. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think you can Wrong. play him anymore. Yeah, I think they were just easing Swift in there, coming back from the injuries. And now that he's kind of set himself up successfully, they're like, okay, we're good to roll with him. Yeah. And that's well, now that's that what I think happened. I, I agree with you on that. Swift, because Swift came into the year kind of banged up. and But he's the running back two on the year right now in fantasy. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so DeAndre Swift playing him. Khalif Raymond, maybe. I mean – Philadelphia is allowing – their defense hasn't been very good either. They're allowing the 20th most points to the wide receiver position. I don't think you can play Amon St. Brown right now because he got you a total donut last week. He didn't even get targeted against the Rams. No, he sure didn't. Ray- Raymond seems to be the guy to have if you want one of their receivers. He's a low-end yeah. receiver, but yeah. I mean, you can yeah, play like a wide receiver 3-4 somewhere in there. Yeah. It's not a bad matchup. Then you play TJ Hawkinson. You know, it's funny. Hawkinson, you know, he was in that gross landscape of the tight end position. He came off, came out hot, you know, outstanding the first two weeks. Been pretty quiet, you know, from there on out, but still very much involved in the offense. So, you know, you're playing TJ Hawkinson. Then again, I don't think you really have very many pivot options out there because the position is so so mm, very thin. You still playing. Yeah. Moving on. One and five Jacksonville taking on two and five Seattle. Seattle favored at minus three. Over under at forty three and a half. Man, I would take Seattle minus three. Jacksonville's not very good. Seattle's actually Seattle's bad. I don't know if I would do that. I think I'd take Jacksonville. I think, think they Jacksonville could win wins? this game. Yeah, yeah, I think they could. Ooh, I like that. Fish with the upset of the week. In a good matchup, are you guys playing Trevor Lawrence? No. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good matchup. Uh, uh, uh. I, I this is going like to be the it. James Robinson show. If they do good, and like I hope they can, I think it's going to be the James Robinson show. Yeah, it is. I like You're the sound of that. Him. I was just kidding. You're playing James Robinson. I think you can play Marvin Jones this week. You know, he, He's been solid enough for fantasy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're definitely playing James Robinson. James Robinson is going to be a top ten uh, running back this week. Put it put it on the board. I I'll guarantee that. Um, other side of the ball, who's the running back? Is it going to be Chris Carson? It's going to be Alex Collins. You know, it's probably Alex Collins. Actually, wait, no, Chris Carson's going to be IR. Collins. Yeah, it should be Collins. You know, Collins had a lot of carries, but did not do anything against New Orleans. Could, a lot of it could have been the weather, though. And nobody did much in that game because even Penny sucked it. And New Orleans got a decent run defense, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're playing Alex Collins. You play DK. Can you play Tyler? Lock- I don't think you can play Tyler Lockett with Geno Smith as the quarterback right now. It's tough, man. So two weeks ago against Pittsburgh, two for thirty-five. Then last week, two for twelve. Yeah, he's not getting a lot of targets. He could break one off, but that's what really what you're hoping for, and that's not something that you should be looking for in your starting lineup. Yeah. I, if you, ha- if you can afford it, I would pivot away 
from Tyler Lockett. And dare I say, I'd rather play Khalif Raymond over Tyler Lockett. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? Tyler Lockett, and we're going to do an episode, I think, next week about this or later this week, is a good trade target, probably. Because the person that owns him is probably sick of him, and Russell Wilson's going to come back, and he's going to turn it back on right where he left off. Just a thought. Yeah. I agree. There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll write, we'll pen that. We'll, we'll circle back to that later, but... You play DK, right? You play Alex Collins. That's it. Moving on, got the six and one Bucks taking on the four and two Saints. Vegas has the over under fifty. Tampa Bay favorite at minus six. You play Tom Brady. You know New Orleans given is the number one run defense this year, but you still play Leonard Fournette. He has been <laughs> Leonard Fournette, man. Talk about you do. resurgence. Well, with the way their offense scores, like good chance that he like gets a red zone carry and scores. It's just crazy because for the first three weeks he did absolutely jack shit because he was sharing that backfield with Ronald Jones. But over the last four games, he's just been lighting it up. He's currently sitting as the running uh-huh. back ten. So he basically had three bye weeks and he's still the running back ten. I mean, it's fucking, it's crazy, insane. In one of our leagues, a guy traded Allen Robinson. For Leonard Fournette. <laughs> he did. Let, let that be a lesson. That man's also getting married in Mexico, and that's just silly. But Ugh. you're playing Chris Godwin. You're playing Mike Evans. Although he might get that Marjan Lattimore treatment. Lattimore shuts hey. that motherfucker down like every single time. He does. Not that he will this time, but, but he's done it so many times it's bad. So, I mean, lower your expectations with Mike Evans. I mean, he had that amazing, you know, three touchdowns last week, which is awesome. But Marshawn Lattimore is his daddy. So. Yeah, so far. Is. I mean, I think he's still, I don't know. Do you still start Evans? I would probably still start him. You do. Just because, like, he's good enough to win that matchup sometimes, you know. He just hasn't yet. Yeah, but think about if you have Mike Evans on your team, who are you going to play over him? You got Nelson Aguilar. Right. You got That's you what know, I mean, Kendrick Bolt. Start him anyways. You play Mike Evans. Plus, you know, having no Antonio Brown, I think that reverted back to the old Mike Evans where you feed him the ball. You know, last week against Chicago, six for 76 and three touchdowns. So he's not now he's not going to have that kind of game. But I could, realistically, he could go six for 66 and maybe a touchdown. But, yeah, yeah you play them. With Gronk back, you playing Gronk? Yeah. Yeah. All right. As long as he's actually fully healthy. But there's no way to know. I'd just start the damn guy. You know what? So good With that rib injury, man, he takes a hard shot. He's out again. That's kind of my only concern. But it depends how healed up he is. But, I mean, I think I'd take the risk. I think you have to just because the relationship that he has with Tom Brady. Okay, this man has not played since week three. He's still the tight end 15 on the year. So, I mean, it's just, you know, any other tight end that misses that many games, he's going to be like the tight end 30. You know, this man, he stayed very relevant. Um, he had a touchdown in two of the three. He's had two, he had two games with two touchdowns. He has four touchdowns on the year. I, I like Gronk. You play Gronk. Just, but be weary though, because like I said, if he if he takes a hard, you know, he punctured a lung. So I mean, you, if he takes a hard shot to the chest, he's out again. Yeah. So, 
Other side of the ball, you're not playing Jameis Winston. You can't play Jameis Winston. He shouldn't even be rostered. Don't even roster that, man. Don't save yourself. Winstones. You know what? We'll just keep it simple. You're playing Alvin Kamara, and that's probably it. Fish, you are a Saints guy. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, let's see here. Michael Thomas, come back. Yeah. Yeah, I think when Thomas comes back, it might help open things up a little bit for like some of these other players. But they aren't throwing the ball a lot anyways. And Jameis Winston is not necessarily looking super great. You know, I'm worried about the longevity of the New Orleans Saints because their defense is still good. But Jameis Winston is not the answer. They'll be fine because next year they're going to have Aaron Rodgers and Mike Williams. <laughs> and they're going to win the Super Bowl. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Do you think Brandon Cooks goes back to New Orleans to finish where he started? Could. I mean, no. I don't think he will. That poor guy. Poor Brandon Cooks. And finally, we got the Sunday night game. 5-1 Dallas taking on the 3-3 three three Vikings. Dallas favored at minus 1.5. Vegas has the over-under 55. Should be a high-scoring event. Should be a lot of fun. I'm excited about this game. You know, Minnesota's defense has really been turning it around lately. Minnesota giving up the 29th most points to the quarterback position, but that does not scare you. You still play Dak Prescott, despite the injury. Play Zeke. Tony Pollard, what's going on with him? He's been kind of, you know, we were talking about how he was an every week flex. And actually, I'm looking at his stat line. He probably still is. You're still flexing Tony Pollard. You guys okay with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, yeah. I think I think he's just not putting it on like everybody thought because Zeke is still fucking Zeke and is very, very good. He's averaging six yards a carry, but a lot of that probably stems from that one game. Yeah. Where he had, but, I mean, he's still getting 10 carries a game, and he could potentially, with that many touches, it's very easy to turn it into good production. Zeke's so good at football. But Minnesota giving him the 13th most points to the running back position. So Zeke's going to feast. You're playing C.D. Lamb. You're playing Amari Cooper. Blake Jarwin. I'm excited to see that. Or, I'm sorry, Dal- Dalton Schultz. I get those. They're the same guy. Yeah, Schultz. <laughs> but you're playing Schultz. Yes. Although, uh, yeah. Michael Gallup on the, uh, on the horizon to come back to that offense. But if anything, that probably just affects Schultz. I don't think that affects the other Agreed. guys. Yeah, probably. I mean, Marty Cooper hasn't done much this year anyways. It's been the C.D. Lamb show, but I think that, if anything, it probably helps more than it hurts. Just yeah. more Other people side for the, the defense to worry about. I'm excited about Kirk Cousins this week. I think I think he's going to have an outstanding... Like, you know, we were talking about a pre-show. Do you think he challenges Trayvon Diggs? And I say, yes, you do. Because even though that man is probably the number one cornerback in football with just because of the interceptions. He's also given up a lot of touchdowns. He is like the most flip-floppy cornerback. He'll take he has two pick sixes on the year. I think he has like what seven interceptions right now or something like that. Or six? Yeah, something like that. But then he allows a lot of touchdowns too. He allows a lot of big touchdowns because he goes for the home run. You know, that that's his thing. It's just instead of playing it safe, we we're talking, you know, Josh Norman he wasn't an interception guy, but he was regarded as the best cornerback because he was just true to stick to the receiver that he was covering. He didn't care about getting interceptions. He wanted to just stop the wide receiver. That was his job. Trevon Diggs wants to get the interceptions. So, 
Although he has as many touchdowns as his brother Stefan. So oh. true. <laughs> but you know, you're you're playing Kirk Cousins, you play Dalvin Cook. You excited? You excited for this matchup, Rome? Yeah. I think uh Dallas Dallas turned it around defensively against the run because they used to be so bad. Um I just you, you can't really stop Delvin Cook. Like they're gonna pump the ball to him. He's gonna end up with seventeen to twenty carries. And it's like he's um, you can't really stop him. Yeah, I'm very excited. Well plus it's nice, you know, coming off the do. bye. He had a whole week to rest up his legs. Yeah. And he wasn't even on the injury report today. And that's big for Dalvin Cook. Because exactly. he's always that's on the huge. injury report. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. You play Justin Jefferson, Thielen. You might be able to play AJ Osborne this KJ Osborne this week. Could be a I agree. You know, especially because if let's say Trevon Diggs is shutting down, you know, one of the receivers, Osborne's there. And he's been decent for fantasy. I mean, last the last time they played against Carolina, six or seventy eight and had a touchdown. So KJ Osborne could be in that flex wide receiver three four range somewhere in there. Tyler Conklin, I think you play Tyler Conklin too. He he's been, you know, not a you know we we, we talk about that how tight end is such a weak position, but you know last time they played he had seventy one yards, so that's something. Agreed. Yep. So hey, there we go. We broke down your NFC matchups for week eight. It's probably a good place to wrap it up. Next episode, we're going to be talking about your AFC matchups. Uh, maybe some fun stuff. We'll think of something. Director Ross is the brain guy. He'll figure it out. He's a smart guy. He's beautiful. We love him. But thank you so much for listening, guys. We appreciate the love and the support. Get us on the socials at Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter. At Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Send in your emails to FilthyFantasyFootballShow at gmail.com. And again... Thank you so much for listening. Good night. I love you. King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Fancy fish. Have a good one, y'all.